Perak Aleph Mishnah Beis. Meimus I current as Shema B'Shachris. Till now we discussed the time for reciting Kriyashma in the evening. Now the Mishnah asks, at what point can you start reciting it in the morning? When does the morning begin? You know that we recite Shema twice, once in the morning, once in the evening. So when does the morning begin? It says the Mishnah, Mishi Yaker, Pentechilas Lalavan. The time of the morning called Mishi Yaker, which is when a person can discern the difference between the white of his tzitzis and the blue of his tzitzis. Nowadays, most people just have white tzitzis. You'll have some people that have the techelas, but it used to be that everyone had techelas. Everyone had blue strings on their tzitzis. So at the point where you can discern the white from the blue, when it's light enough in the morning, that's the time when you can start reciting Kriya Shema. And they have a whole long explanation over here. They bring down that there's two colors in your tzitzis, like it says in Bamidbar, V'nashnu al tzitzis ha'kanaf pesil techelas. So you have the techelas that you put into the tzitzis. And the Chavim learn that one string from your four strings that are placed on each of the corners is dyed with the techelas. The techelas, ha'chomu l'tzviyas ha'chodashem p'tziyah techelas, tzoruch lavo midamba, comes from the blood of the chilaza. And that's the whole debate, whether we have this this squid, this fish, whatever it is nowadays or not. But the techelas was made from the blood of the chilazon. And the Chavim say, techelas daim l'yam, when a person looks at his tzitzis, when he used to have the techelas, he would see the blue tzitzis, and the blue is compared to the sea, and then the sea is compared to the heavens. And when you look at the heavens, it's compared to the Evanus Sapir, this uh, sapphire stone. And the Evanus Sapir is compared to the Kisiya Kavo, to God's uh, throne up in heaven. And therefore, when you look at your tzitzit, it's supposed to instill in you fear and awe for Hashem and His mitzvahs. Chuti HaTchelas, they explain over here, Bahalava and the Tchelas and the blue and the white of the tzitzit. The kavana is, is to limshuches ena ada, to pull the eye of a person, to be ma'ayur him, to remember Hashem's mitzvahs and to perform them. Like we say every day, you'll see them with the heart and you'll remember as kal mitzvahs Hashem, all the mitzvahs of Hashem, va'asizim of something you'll do them. So we see over here that looking at the tzitzis is she'enena el biyom, you only look at tzitzis during the day, right? You don't wear tzitzis in the evening when you go to sleep. So it serves as a simon for the beginning of when Krishma begins. All right, they bring in even more refreshment here, but we'll just skip this part. You can see it for yourself if you'd like. And they explain here also that Achirim Omer, the Bryce says that when a person sees his friend, another opinion of when is Mishi Yaker, if it's early enough in the morning that you can see your friend from four Amos away, about eight feet away, and you can recognize who he is. And the truth is that Yushalmi explains that these two recognitions, the, between the blue and the white of Yitzitzis, or recognizing a friend from Dalat Amos away, it's actually going to be one Hakara. Hakara ben Tchilas Alavan Shabtitzis Vakaras Chavar Mermachak Shal Abba Amos, Shavos Him Bishir Havchanas Ara Shachar. Shteyam Shemashos Simon Shehir Hayom Vigiyaz Man Kriyashma. So basically, they're the, they're the same time frame. If you can recognize your friend from Dalat Amos away, we recognize the difference between the blue and the white of Yitzitzis is that that light in the morning, that's the point when you can start reciting Kriya Shema, and these two opinions are both the same time frame. Okay, that is the opinion of the Tanakhama. Rebbe Yezer, Amr Rebbe Yezer says, Zman Kriya Shema for the morning begins when? It begins when a person recognizes when a person recognizes between blue and karti is like a green. Gavani, these are colors that are they're comparable colors, and it's impossible to see the difference until it gets light outside. This is a little bit later than the time that we mentioned earlier between the Tchelas and the regular white tzitzis. And they explain Karti is a translation of Chatzir. Gavana, Karti, it's Yarok, it's, it's a greenish color. 
compared to the blue of the Tchelas. So Rabbi Eliezer is giving a, a simon to recognize when to recite Krishma, and this uh, this Zman is going to be later than the Zman that we just mentioned in the opinion of the Tanakama. Between you, it says between the, the blue of the heavens to the green of like the fields. So basically between blue and green to keep it short and simple. And that's going to be at a little later point in the morning. Vigomra. So now, until when can you complete reciting Kriyashma? When's the deadline? Zman Kriyasa, who is until when? Aranets hachama. Until Nets hachama. Achama metchila. Until the sun begins to peek out from the tips of the mountains. It's called Nates. And there are those that explain that the Tana picks the Lashon of Gomer to complete Kriyashma, to teach us that the mitzvah is to complete Kriyashma with Nates Mamish. Mamish at that point is when you should, when you, is when you should complete it. Vasikin, uh, they call it. Everyone knows Vasikin. That's when the humble people and the Mechavi mitzvahs, the love mitzvahs, they, they complete it right at the Nesachama in order that they should be so mech, they should put near Geula, the Brach of Gal Yisrael from Shkrishma, straight into Shemona Asrei. And comes at the Yadavning Shachas right when the day begins. Okay. So, technically, you have until Nates. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to finish it right by Nates. But of course, you have any time from this mana that we mentioned earlier in the Tanakhama's opinion, or Blaise's opinion, all the way up until Nates. Every Yeshua Omer, a third opinion at Shalosh shows up until the first three hours of the day, Shehain Revayim, a quarter of the day, Shekain Derech Benim Lachim Lamud B'Shalosh shows. There's a way of the kings to be waking up into three hours into the day. They explain like this that the Rabbi Shua says, the Pasuk says, Ubekumecha, right? And Shema says, Ubekumecha, when you, when you get up. So until the point where people are getting up from their beds. And since even since the, the latest point would be the princes, they get up later. So therefore, we still consider that as man kima, you have up until three hours into the day to excite Krishma. That's the Zman of Ubekumecha. Hagach, Zman Krishma B'Shach, the Zman Krishma B'Shach is up until three hours into the day. And Allah follows like Rabbi Yoshua, the, the latest opinion. And they bring that over here, whatever we mentioned, Rabbi Yeshua Stam, it's Rabbi Yeshua Ben Hanania. Okay, and the shows, the hours that we're mentioning over here in the Mishnah is, shows Zmanios. I mean, it's not actual 60 minute hours, but it's hours based on the day. In the, in the winter, you'll have shorter hours, in the summer, you'll have longer hours. And that's when you say three hours, it's going to be three of the shows, Zmanios, three summer hours or three winter hours, based into the, built into the day of the 12-hour period that you have from morning till evening. So sometimes the hours can be longer, sometimes the hours can be shorter, but it'll be three of those hours. That's what they point out over here. Once the Zman passes, though, HaKari, when it recites Krishma, Mekan Ve'elach, after the Zman passed, after this quarter of the day, Lo'yehivsit, he doesn't lose anything. Meaning, even though he missed out on his mitzvah, his obligation to recite Krishma at his appropriate time, which is not a good thing, of course, but if he says it now, there is no loss. It's It's like a person's reading Kriyashma, you know, after the a lot of time. He's like he's like it's like he's learning Torah because Shema is from the Torah. It's like learning Torah. The Gemara explains like said, even the brachos, meaning the Chamim put brachos in Kriyashma. We say Yotar R and Havaraba. Even the brachos you can say after the Zman of Kriyashma. There's nothing to lose. But again, you don't get the mitzvah with its during saying the Shema in its time. But there's nothing to lose as long as you say it, of course, during this man of tefillah. Can't just say it in the middle of the afternoon in these brachos. But the brachos you could say up until your man tefillah is done. Zman tefillah we'll discuss later on in the mesechta. But you know, at three in the afternoon, you can't just make these brachos. That'd be a bracha levatel, a bracha in vain. Whereas Krishma itself, if you want to say it without brachos, you can say it whenever you want. It's not a problem. It's like learning, you know, from the Torah. 
Mishnah Gimel, Bishamay Om Bishamay say, Be'erev, when you recite Krishna in the evening, Kal Adam Yatu, a person should lean on his side, Vikru, when you recite Krishna in the evening, lying down. Uba Boker, in the morning, when you recite Krishna, Ya'am Du, should recite it standing up. Shnei Mar, the Pasuk says, Vishapacha, when you lay down in the evening, Bukumek, when you wake, when you arise in the morning. So according to Bishamay, you should read in the evening, Derech Shiva, like while you're laying, and in the morning, while you're standing. Whether it's the evening, whether it's the morning, a person can recite Kriyashma however he wants. It doesn't really matter. You'll be going on the road. So a person could even say Kriyashma when he's traveling. If that's the case, why does it say when you lay down, when you wake up? If you can say Shema, even you know, sitting, laying, standing, why does it say Says, Meaning the Pasuk that's coming to teach you that the Zman to recite it is two times, uh, two times a day. The time when you lay down in the evening, the time when you wake up in the morning. But that necessarily has to be in a certain position. And therefore, you could say Kriyashma however you want. Sitting, standing, laying, it doesn't matter according to Beis Hillel. Amir Bitarfin, Bitarfin says, I was on the road, I was traveling. And I lied down to recite Krishma, like the opinion of Beishamai, because it came the evening. Now we don't pass him like Beishamai, so he shouldn't have been doing that. Now with him, what happened? I was traveling on the road, and I put myself in danger because of the thieves that were out there. Now the Bavarshim explained that the thieves actually came and attacked him. And Vichayu Hayu Basakana's life was in, in mortal danger. So he says, Look at what happened. I was going like Bashame, I got in big trouble. Avrullah, the Kham Satrab Tarfin, Kadai Hayita Lukh Basmacha. It was Kadai that you know you should have been in Khayav Misa. Shailu Hayu Hargamosah, had they killed you, then Hayu Basmacha Khayav Misa, you should have you would have been responsible for your own life. Shavarita al Ever Bas Hillal, because you transgressed the words of Bas Hillal. Who are you possibly like Bashaman? Not like Bas Hillal. What are you going to do ahead? Why, why are you going like the other opinion when you know you shouldn't be doing that? Therefore, had the thieves uh, killed you, it would have been your own fault. Unbelievable. And the Yishami explains over here, Bore, come and see, that had he not recited Shema at all, then he would have transgressed a positive mitzvah, mitzvah say, not saying Shema, not saying Shema, which is a sin, of course. But now that he said it like Beishamai, he was Chayav Misa, he deserves a death penalty? How does it make any sense? So the Gura explains, it's hard to understand, but he explains that when Beishamai are stringent and Beishol are lenient, it's permitted for a person to be stringent like Beishamai, it's fine. But over here, with regards to Kriyashma, there's no Chumr or Kula, there's no leniency or stringency. Elamachlokas is a dispute in the explanation of the words of Beishamai Vukumacha. And therefore, according to Beis Hillel, there's no mitzvah at all to lean on your side, and there's no purpose for it. Therefore, the Gra explains, however, the one who was transgressing the opinion of Beis Hillel would be Chayv Benashu, would be responsible for his own death, would be quote-unquote Chayv Misa. That's how the Gra explains it. It's still difficult to understand, but we'll hold it for here for today.